It's been 50 years! It has been. We're old it's been, now! It's been a long time. I'm really old. This is my old people voice. Is that... <laughs> it's also the one I use for the have a wonderful time at the end. But now it's my whole voice because I'm old now. It's been 50 years. I did think I'd noticed that. Yeah. I so, can't... I, I, like, I can't keep the goop up. That really hurts my throat to do. That yeah, don't, time. don't, don't damage your vocal cords. That would be a bad plan. It hasn't been fifty years, but it has been a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's been what, like a couple months. Yeah, it's been a minute. Shit. Uh, Do you know what that means? What? We need a recap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that the I don't know why I did the, the Batman. Hello and welcome to the Real Heroes, where we shine light on the forgotten heroes of gaming. I'm George Johnson, and I'm Melody Cunningham. Your and today, favorite. yeah, your favorite, yeah, <laughs> my um, favorite. F well, well, fine. Uh, and today we'll be revisiting a few topics we've covered previously in a new Fruity Roundup. Yeah. Um, we've covered all sorts of games, and a film, and a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting one. Yeah. I mean, the fact that I found out afterwards that his name isn't Ray Quasi and my mum had made that up. Oh no. Well, see, it's <laughs> fine, because... It was still. It's. It, we still made all of the other connections that actually did make sense. Yeah. So it's, it's all good. It's just. It's just. Um, There's only a couple holes in the theory. It's okay. His name's Hugh Quashi. <laughs> Which sounds a bit like Ray Quasi. Yeah, fine. a little bit. But I think my mum's gotten confused because she knew the name of the Pokemon Rayquaza and combined them in her head subconsciously. Oh no. Which oh, just no. proves my theory that my mom is a secret um, Pokemon master. Your mom is a true fruit explorer. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, oh, oh heck! Well, like we're mostly going to focus on the ones that we didn't focus on in the last fruity roundup. But there is someone who I realise I criminally left out of our Zelda episode. Okay, we'll cover them first, and then we'll yeah. move on to what people have told us are actually the real ones that we didn't talk about in those yeah. things that we did. I didn't talk about the absolute best Zelda character of all time. Who is it? Alfonso. To Alfonso. whom you can leave it. You can leave it to him. You can leave it to Alfonso. You can leave it to Alfonso. Do you know about Alfonso? Um, I'm afraid I don't. Which, I guess, unfortunately means you're going to have to have a cheeky little story time. Well, Alfonso is a near-identical copy of the character Gonzo from The Wind Waker, and is oh, apparently yeah. his grandson in Spirit Tracks. And oh, okay. he is a train engineer. Mm -hmm. um, and there's not really all that much to his character, but when they were marketing um, uh, the 3DS version of Super Smash Brothers. Um, they talked about how uh, 
if you play as Toon Link on the Spirit Tracks level, um, Alfonso will drive the train instead of Toon Link. Oh, I see. And then it said, Alfonso, colon, leave it to me. Oh my good. So, an entire level of Super Smash Brothers would not be possible if it weren't for Alfonso. Yeah. And what I really take out of that is that you can leave it to him. You you can leave it to Alfonso. And if you can leave it to Alfonso to, to control a train whilst um, up to four players battle it out as popular characters from the Nintendo franchise... Um, then you can leave up, leave it up, leave him up to anything. Yeah, you can leave anything up to Alfonso. Uh, I have a small plastic figurine of Alfonso because. Oh my god, that's the best thing ever! Can you take release... a picture of it and send it to me over the Facebooks? Yeah, I will include a picture of him in the picture for this. As Splendid. Well. Um, but people he... will have to play the exciting guessing game and and find all of the hidden secret Easter eggs, including <laughs> Alfonso. Who who you can leave it to? Yeah, um, they released a full set of like eleven uh, tiny Spirit Tracks figures that came That's out glorious. in what is basically the Japanese equivalent of Kinder Eggs, but they are better quality. Oh, the the um, things, things, the things. They're like they're often spherical balls, and one half of the spherical ball is is opaque, and one is translucent oh, no. or transparent. That's a you, you put your, gotcha. your, your Japanese coins in the thing, and right. there are hundreds of them, hundreds of these yeah. machines. I've seen them. That's They're gashapons. very exciting. Gashapons, yes. Yeah, but that's not the same thing. Oh. No, oh. these are well, actual Kinder well, Egg style things, so they're in chocolate eggs. They're called Furita okay. chocolate eggs. That's even better, and I feel like I've missed out on the true Japanese experience by not, by not having one of these things. I got the full set of the figures except for the um the secret rare which is link in his train conductor uniform okay which is sad because i wanted that one but it was like 20 pounds more to get it with it than it was to get it without so i wasn't gonna pay 20 quid for a small plastic man yeah fuck that shit in any case, you can leave it to him, and I appreciate that, and I regret the fact that I never brought it up once in that episode. But we brought it up now, and that's the most important thing. We're, 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 we're um, reinstating our integrity as, as professional journalists by um, by adding updates to our stories Yeah. <laughs> about the important video game characters from video games. I love video games. I like me my video games too. They're very good. Um... So... Yeah. We have we've we've had a bunch of um suggestions from from um avid fruit explorers if you don't know that's what we call our fans who um who uh, were very excited to tell us um about what they think um are the most important characters in the video games that we have covered in in our time recording the real heroes. Uh, uh, first comment we have is from uh, Luke Schweibert. Uh, apologies if I pronounce your name wrong. I think I got it right though, which I'm yeah, fingers I think crossed so. all that. That's yeah. how I've always read it as. Yeah. My, Either Schweibert or Schweibert. I think it might be Schweibert though. Uh, but yeah, his comment is uh, it was fun resetting the game over and over again. Uh, for clarification, he's talking about uh, Star Wars Episode 1 The Phantom Menace. You uh, pull up the curve on 1999. 
Yes, uh, I did forget the colon. Sorry, um, the the PlayStation One video game of of that popular movie. The um, room is filling with poisonous gas. Yes, these are true facts. <laughs> um, thank you for informing us. Really shitty impression of. Um... <laughs> Why is he Scottish in that game? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. To be honest, um, I think yeah. Scottish Liam Neeson is the real hero. He is the real hero. Of, the Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, I, Luke Schreiber would disagree. Um, he says, It was fun resetting the game over and over again so I could kill TC-14 another time. So I'll say her. Well, I mean... Uh, just the, the for, silver for listeners, droid. Yeah, the, yeah, the silver droid. Silver droid at the beginning of the Phantom Menace. And I guess... I'd, I'd say the reason why she's the real hero here is because she is the thing that gave the most enjoyment, and in the end that's what games are about. And the real hero of a game is the, the one who gives you the most amount of enjoyment. So Indeed. So Indeed. I'd say TC-14 is... Well, it's debatable whether TC-14 or Scottish Liam Neeson are the real hero of The Phantom Menace... PS1 video I, game. I think from a gameplay perspective, TC14 might be the real hero, but from from a, um, a stand-up comedy factor, um, <laughs> Scottish Liam Neeson is the real hero. Um, yeah, thank, you for, thank, thank, thank you for your comment, Luke Schreiber. Um, the second comment we have is from um, Rebecca Russo. Um, Rebecca Russo. I'm so sorry. Um... Gary Oak was the real hero of the original Pokemon. See, we we the real heroes like to find the 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 true forgotten heroes of gaming. Gary Oak was quite a prolific individual in the Pokemon franchise. Also, and also, his name is Green. Yes, because because that's his name in the video game and the video game came first, uh, so it's better. Well, and I'm not pretentious shit. at all when I say that. Are you in any a, case? Elodie. Hmm. <laughs> are you? Are you? Are you... Hmm? Yes. Hmm? I don't know where I was going with that. I started saying words, and then my brain was like, Haha, I'll just take these and put them away. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I love podcasting with my friends. Isn't it the most wholesome time? Well, yeah, I'm going to have to disagree on this one. Yes, same, However, actually. Uh, I would say that um, green... Uh, Raticate could hold a place. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I, there's, yeah. Well, there's two options here. One is that it died because it stops appearing after you beat it, and then he's looking at a grave. Two, he realised that Raticate is actually kind of a shit Pokemon, so he just put it in the box, and it's a completely unrelated grave. And I like both of those. I also like both of those, and I, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing to think about in the yeah. overarching lore of the of the first generation Pokemon games. Yeah, I mean, I'd say, I'd say that um, that Raticate is the most important character in that its fate kind of determines the entirety of the tone of the game. 
It does. How how you choose to interpret it tells you whether it's a dark game or a children happy time game. Exactly. And I think that's that that's why I I, I agree with you in the entirety that um, Professor Green's Green's. He's not um, a professor. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> I don't professor know. Professor Green. That's I the, don't. That's the musician, right? Professor. <laughs> <laughs> now he's the real hero of Pokemon. For sure. <laughs> British rapper Professor Green is the real hero of the Pokemon games. Yeah, I think we, we go. need to say I, nothing more. <laughs> I, I glad, I'm glad we came to that conclusion. Um, we like have a third comment. Conclusion. We have a oh, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> um, We have a third comment. Hey, do you know what my favourite quote from the film? Um, the film about the man. What's it called? The man, Forrest Gump. That guy. Yeah. My favourite quote from the film Forrest Gump is he goes, "I jizzed a bit." He says that in one bit. Does he say that? Yeah. Uh, well, the, the lady in it, the lady what's in it, mm-hmm. she put she puts his hand on her titty, t i d d y titty, uh, yeah, and he goes, I just a bit. Oh, Forrest. Oh. Yeah, that's a real thing. That's an innocent, innocent boy. He just a bit. Innocent boy who ascribes to the philosophy of uh, the Lonely Island. I a bit. Yeah, I think there should. I think there should be an edit of um, "Just in My Pants" by The Lonely Island, where they replace uh, "Just in My Pants" with Forrest Gump saying, "I jizzed a bit." Yeah, I'm surprised it's not one of the quotes that's been picked up more. Like, there's the, yeah, the chocolates if... one, and the I've been shot in the buttocks. That's one. But um... yeah, I feel like "I jizzed a bit" is quite. That's quite a meme-worthy quote right there. Yeah. I'm surprised. I think it's well, the real get, hero, Forrest Gump. Get on that shit, meme lords. Uh, we have a third comment from um, from Aidan Popley. Uh, his comment is, uh, uh, What's Magikoopa's deal? What was the Mushroom Kingdom like before Yoshi's Island? Uh, well... This is from a thing that we didn't ask for, but I'm glad that we did get a comment about Mario, even though it was yes. our first episode and we weren't, we didn't ask for things about that. That's fine. That's all right. It's all right. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll let you off. Aiden. What is he doing? Because he's one of the turts. He doesn't re- He's just... He's been there since Mario was a babby, mm-hmm. which suggests that he's older than all the other antagonists. Of the series. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure that uh, Bowser wasn't around when Mario was a babu, which suggests that um, mm. this is kind of like a um, uh, you know those in in Zoldo games. Sometimes yes. you'll have this new antagonist, and then it turns out that Ganondorf was behind it all along. Oh shit! What if Maybe... it's like the same thing? Are, now, are you saying? Are you saying that? Um, are you saying that Bowser is Magikoopa, or 
Are you saying that Magic Hooper is Bowser all along? No, I'm saying that Magic Hooper's machinations are behind Bowser's actions. Sorry, that, that's what I meant. And <laughs> I... That's... Yeah, no. Holy shit. I think he's maybe, the mastermind. Maybe we'll find out that Magic Hooper is the mastermind in the, the, new, the new upcoming Mario game, Mario jumping about in New York. Maybe. Mario takes New York. Escape. Maybe. Mario Escape from New York, in which Mario is is actually no longer voiced by the original voice actor, who I forget the name of, but in fact, Kurt Russell, and a third of the way through the game, you get an eye patch. And then Hideo Kojima plays it and goes, oh, I want to make a game with the main character like that, voiced by voiced by David Hayter. And then the screen zooms out, and you realise you are watching him inside the Mario Odyssey engine and it's yeah. him sat there watching playing a game on a telly inside that engine and, and then, then he, you realize he you, the... you are also yeah. in the engine and it zooms out forever and he, and 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 whilst it zooms out forever he another separate entity of Hideo Kojima his head leans in from the side of the screen and starts telling you telling you the names of all the pictures on your hard drive like what Psycho Mantis did with your PlayStation 1 memory card. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not just any separate entity. It's Guillermo del Toro, except that he's oh. trying very hard to... He's dressed up in a really bad Bowser costume made out of cardboard boxes, so it's very obvious he's still Guillermo del Toro. But and on top after... of that, he's also wearing a Hideo Kojima costume. Yeah. But, he's um, he's Guillermo del Toro to... dressed up as Bowser dressing up as Hideo Kojima. Uh, and in between everything he says, he says, uh, I'm actually Bowser dressing up as Hideo Kojima. He just yes. says that in full. Indeed. What I'm thinking here is there's there's two options, okay? Mm-hmm. The first one is that... Um, well, in both cases... Mario Odyssey is a prequel to the Mario series. Okay. Uh, in the first case, Mario's time travelled back to try and stop Magic Cooper from changing the world into this magical land full of mushrooms and stuff. Okay. Um, and the second one is that uh, Mario was an adult then, and when Magic Cooper changed everything, he turned him into a babby. Oh. Uh, which would explain why Mario has plumbing skills. It would. In this case, Magic Cooper has used fungal magic to turn the entire world into this fungus-ridden hellscape. Holy fucking shit. So, I think that before... Like Aiden said... The Mushroom Kingdom, before Yoshi's Island, was the real Earth world, but then Magic Cooper changed it, and that's where Yoshi's Island picks up. Well, fuck. I mean, it it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. I think we've just discovered another another big another big thing, Elodie, about the video games. What we what we play on. Video games. Video games, video games, 
Video Kojima is here, too many and games he's because here, of video and he's, game he's saying, hi, I'm Hideo Kojima, I like video games, and I like to make women with no clothes on, and they breathe through their skin. See, we went for very different things there. You went for um, a social commentary on Hideo Kojima's um, um, misogynistic depictions of women in, their, in, in the video games that he makes. And I went for a really shit rewrite of the Too Many Cooks theme. <laughs> and I think that's interesting. And it, it says a lot about, our, about us as people. Oh, uh, speaking of really, really bad excuses for misogyny... Oh, I, I like this one. Tell me, tell me about the thing. Uh, I don't think this is the same one we're thinking of because this is a recent news. No, no, I just mean I, I like hearing about sorry <laughs> okay. excuses for misogyny. Can carry um, on. Well, you know, uh, Atlas, the creators of the Persona series of games. Oh, yeah. Do you know what the the reason they gave for stopping allowing you to choose um, choose your gender? in Persona 4 after they didn't produce it in Persona 3 Portable was what? it was that um, they were telling a story about someone moving from the big city to the countryside so it had to be a male character what? <laughs> what? what? so the thing is that um, female characters cannot physically move from the big city to the countryside they always have to move from the countryside to the big city. That's how it works. Yeah, like you can't. It's like do... this. It's like the Zootropolises and the uh, and that and that one that one girl character from uh, the Sweet Life on Deck, where she's from Kansas, and then she 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 comes and joins the boat. <laughs> do you know what my favorite? You know what my favorite line. In the film Avatar, it's what? by James Cameron, James Cameron's Avatar. What? Uh, there's a, there's the, Come the, on, then. the nasty bloke. You can tell he's nasty because he's like a he's like an angry general guy. Yeah, because uh, yeah, you can tell he's nasty because everyone else is either. Um, you can either tell someone's nasty because they're all money grabbing or angry. And then everyone else and is nice. And a military general good. as well, yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I meant by angry. It's like but a yeah. triple triple Venn diagram. And he says, when they're on the thing going to the planet, he goes, "You're not in Kansas anymore." And they played that in all of the trailers, and I appreciated that because it's a fucking bad line, but it's so it is good. a bad line. You're not in Kansas anymore. First off, it's it, it's it's poorly recited in the film in in the movie. Uh, do you remember second it off, then? I do, I do. Oh, okay. um, I I I watched I watched Avatar um, Avatar three D in in the cinema um, at the age of eleven, which means I was technically a year younger than I should have been. But they let me in because it was it was a bit of, it was a bit of a dodgy cinema. Um, it's been but, that long. It has been. It and has now been. they're going to make fifty-two more of them. They are. It's a bit. It's a bit crazy, isn't it? Do you know what I hope? What do you hope? I hope in every film someone says, "You're not in Kansas anymore." I hope. I hope. I hope that regardless of who says it, they dub over whoever says <laughs> it with the clip of that angry general man saying it. Yeah, 
Oh, there's like there's just a blue fella and he's hanging out <laughs> and he'll you can just see him in the background while they're walking along <laughs> and you just hear him go, You're not in Kansas anymore just quietly in the background. Do you know what I hope? What? I I wanna see I wanna see what are the alien the alien the blue alien blue alien boys in um uh, in Navi. Navi, Navi I wanna see it. I want to see an I want to see a Navi to, an, to distinct an, a Navi. I want to see one of those non bread. A non bread. I want to see a non bread played by um by Danny DeVito. And it's a really small one. Yeah, it's a really small one. It's and there's really... no mocap. It's just Danny DeVito painted head to toe in blue paint. <laughs> and he's fully naked, and you can see. <laughs> and he's wearing see, like, a non bread on his head. He's wearing a non bread on his head, <laughs> and. Uh, is is little winkies just kind of flapping about in the wind? Yeah, and 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 and, 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 uh, he's, he's uh, and, and like and uh, like at the end of every scene that he's in, he goes, "Hey, do you like my ponytail?" And he points at his dick. And and then he says, "You're not in Kansas anymore." Yeah, but again, uh, it's dubbed over from the general man from and, the first one. Yeah, uh, but. And he doesn't have a tail. What what they've done is he started doing a poo, and then they oh, told him to yeah. hold it there, and okay. they spray painted the poo blue. Yeah. So that's his tail that he's got. So his tail is a little turtle head coming out. Yeah. Okay. And you know how? Get um, behind this. You know how they got that uh, that long hair bit that that connects when they're having sex. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. That's his penis. Yeah. It's just his dick. <laughs> yeah. No, better yet, better yet. Um, the only motion cap um, CGI on Danny DeVito is one that changes his dick into a cloaca. Just a little old, little old Danny DeVito bird cloaca. Oh no, he's not. He's not one of them. He's one of the um, the big bird fellas. Oh no, shit! Right? Yeah, he's one of he's one of the 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 feathery pterodactyl boys. Yeah, he's still pooping though because I don't want to lose pooping. that part. Yeah, and it's still a human turd. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's still just him wearing body. It's still paint. him. Yeah, and with like he's still painted like a Navi. He's just he's just like acting as one of the birds, and everyone except everyone accepts it as fact. Yeah. Do you know else? Do you know else? Do you know else? I want to see. What? I want to see an RV played by, played by Gilbert Gottfried. But all of his lines are from that college humor sketch where he where he does an audiobook of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Like they're not. Like he's, but like, like he's his not mouth, even. His mouth will move. He will have a script and he will be reading it. But they will they will just dub it all over with clips from that. No, it, I've got a better idea. Oh, I've got a better idea. What they've done is they've got um, a JPEG of him. Oh yeah, and okay. they're animating it in Flash, and they got him like superimposed on the screen, so it looks like he's there. And they've like used I'm gonna have, paint to, gonna have to... to correct you there. LED uh, is called. It's not called Flash anymore. It's called Adobe Animate CC 2017. No, they're using Flash. They're not using the new one. Oh, they're using no. They're using Flash 3.5 because it's the easiest one to pirate. Yeah, and they've spent they spent <laughs> they, all their money on the fancy CGI, so they can't they don't have. Yeah, they've budget ran out of it. They've ran out of CGI. They used it all up. Yeah, and they're not like they're nobody nobody working on films is a student, so they can't get the student discount on the creative suite. So it's quite expensive subscription. Yeah, so 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 old Gilby 
as I call oh, him. Oh, Gilby. He, he's yeah. my pal Gilby, yeah. Your pal Gilby, yeah. Uh, he's, okay. he's there, uh, and they've badly used paint to um to paint him blue. Okay. And well, they've he's just, not they've, been, they've he's got, not they been have told another, he's... They have, oh, a, they have a pirate copy of Adobe, of Adobe Photoshop CS6. Because uh, that's the easiest one to pirate. You can get a portable version. I don't endorse piracy. Um, and they've Arr! just used the color. They've used the color replace tool, and they've they've changed his face blue. Speaking of piracy, Elodie, have you ever heard the um, the the pirate copy version of the Elstorm album Black Mount Sales at Midnight? Arr! I'll take that as a note, and I'll explain why why it's funny. Um, at the beginning, <laughs> at the beginning of every song on the pirate copy of uh, Aelstorm's Black Cells at Midnight, um, Christopher Bowens will say, "Christopher Bowles, Christopher Bowles will say, uh, Yar, you're listening to Black Sails of Midnight. Remember, kids, piracy's a crime. Yar." And then the song will play. Yar. Yeah. Shiver me isn't hearties, you isn't, timbers. Isn't that, isn't that pretty great? I thought that was pretty great. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I, uh, to finish off the Gilbert Gottfried thought, mm-hmm. because we've gone completely off track with this roundup. It's alright, we brought it back. We're bringing it back. Well, I mean, this is this is still off this track. Is... The entire well, see, Avatar this talk is... has been... But, but this is what the people want. <laughs> well, in any case, he's not been told he's in it. Since they're, oh, yeah. they're, they're just chopping and cutting his lines from that to make him talk, and they're using a JPEG of him that I they like found it. on Google. And then, and then his mouth moves like the Canadians from South Park. It's just like a, they've taken the trunk out and made it wobble around. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I the like real it. hero of Avatar 2, the Avatar rank. I mean, I guess we can we can say this kind of counts because there was there was an Avatar video game. Yeah, I had the I shit, had the iOS but... version for a oh minute. My. There was an iOS version. Yeah, it wasn't very good. I'm talking about like the Xbox 360. No, third I played the shooter. iOS version. It was shit. Yeah, no, the the, the Xbox 360 version wasn't wasn't any better. It was pretty it's pretty naff. It was trying to be it was trying to be Red Faction Guerrilla, but it didn't have like. Didn't the have any gorillas in because they're on an alien planet and there's no gorillas on alien yeah. planets. Yeah. Except Mars. Fa- Except Mars, which is why Red Factory yeah, Gorilla is. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. Mars is the only one. But it's not Mars, so. Yeah, it's on, um. It's, it's on, um. It's on. It's on the. It's on Navi World. Yeah. It's called Navi World. It is, yeah. If you're looking at it from space, there's just like a big sign on the top of it, like in a cartoon, and it says, uh, Navi World, come have sex with our ponytails. Yeah, it's great. It's like a big tourist attraction. It's how they make all their money. It's how they can afford all the CGI. Video games. Video games, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um... There was another comment. Let me just find well, it. It's, um doesn't seem to... Oh, sorry? There are three separate small suggestions. Oh, heck, okay. Well, um... The first one is from our good friend Hog Kirshner. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, Hulky boy. Uh, he's here. He's here right now. He's here. Hi, Hi I'm Hulk, and my suggestion is Nose Pass from Pokemon as being the most important Pokemon. I'm oh, Hulk Kirshner. Is, isn't isn't that isn't that the one that's just a nose with legs? Yeah, but it's so much more than that. Its nose is red, and its sleepy eyes, and it's got little arms, and it turns into a big guy with a hat and a mustache made of metal. I'm Hulk Kirshner, and I'm okay. gonna go surfing now, dude. Bye. Go go, go have fun hitting, hitting those waves, Hulk. He's gone now. Oh, okay. He actually came into my house, which is unusual, because he doesn't live anywhere near us. Yeah, and also, um, like, I mean, I guess, like, like you know, where we live, Elodie, um, the undisclosed location where we live, there's, uh, you know, there's some sick waves and all that, apparently. I've heard word on the street, some surfers about. They were going to make a, um, a fake reef so that you could do surfing. Oh! Yeah, I mean, that works too. Oh, they, that was the thing that they were planning. I have no idea if it yeah. ever got made, because I've never heard anything since. But Yeah, they're probably too busy pumping all the money into playing those bagpipes at night that um, <laughs> that scare the poor people away. That, and um, uh, a lot of the money has gone to making large luminescent signs that are actually right next to sewage plants. So you've got uh, a huge luminescent sign that says "Welcome to Name of Town Here," since we're not disclosing where we live, uh, mm. and it's right next to a sewage plant. So you got this huge sign, and all you can smell is shit. Oh, that's. I think that's pretty. I think that's pretty um, fitting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the main entrance to the town as well. It's great. So <laughs> this nose Pokemon. Yeah. Where the what the nose knows knows. He'd probably hate it there at that place because he's all He would. Nose. He would. And there's a lot. There's. There's. It's important to think about. It's important to think about the the life that one must lead as a giant nose with legs, and that's why. That's why they're the most important Pokemon. I mean, they don't even seem to have a mouth since they're they're, they're just a rock guy. They with... just have to snort everything like oh, a like shoot, yeah. like. Like the like the Wolf of Wall Street. Oh my God! Its nose is red. Yeah. And that's like the thing that happens if you do lots of cocaine. So what? We, well, so is it? Is it the nose of? Is it the nose of the Wolf of Wall Street played played by played by actor um, uh, Titanic Man? Um, <laughs> Leonardo and... DiCaprio. No, he's Titanic man, and um, and has has his nose fallen off from from snorting all that cocaine, and developed its own sentience and grown legs, and then just kind of multiplied into an entire species. So that are constantly nose... snorting coke. So the nose Pokemon is actually multiple um, descendants of the nose of Leonardo DiCaprio. Sorry, I mean uh, I mean Titanic man. Yeah. Basically. Well, shit. There we. That. That's. That's. That's how. That's how justificate. That's the justific. All the justification I need, for 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 them to be the most important character in Pokemon. Uh, yeah. 
Um, Did we have any more suggestions? Yeah. Well, Ellie? there's another. There's another one of um, this same kind. Okay. Of just a, just a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's again from Luke Schwibber, which is how I'm. Going oh, to that's probably it. the that's probably the actually correct. Schwibber. Yeah. He's he says um love disc. Do love you remember disc. love disc? I don't remember love disc, but it sounds like. <laughs> It sounds like um, something out of the the Tron porn parody. <laughs> it's 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 a fish. It's a fish that is literally just a heart with some eyes on it. That is a dangerous life. And it has some of the worst stats in the game. Well, yeah, because it's just a fucking heart with some eyes on it. It doesn't evolve. And the best thing is that in Gen Five they. Uh, made one that just looks like a bigger version of it with more details pretty much called Aloma Mola and they didn't make it an evolution it's just a completely separate guy Oh, so yeah so it's, it's managed like... to languish in ex- obscurity whilst getting something that should have been its evolution but it just isn't it's just another guy who looks the same so now there, are, there, there's there's two varieties of um, creature destined for death in uh, yeah. the Pokemon. Well, I Pokemon. mean, well, I guess are... there's a lot of Pokemon. Like Charmander, if his tail goes out, he just dies. Yeah. Um... And there's also that I can't remember the name of it, but there's that other Pokemon, uh, that other Pokeboy that um, has to keep jumping. Oh, uh, Spoink. Spoink, yes. So when you when you make Spoink faint. It, it, it must die because yeah because it stops bouncing yeah so basic the conclusion is that the pokemon company are um horrible monsters yeah much more horrible than the monsters in their game it's like <laughs> oh it's it's like <laughs> it's like it's like it's like the pokemon company when huh this book this book we found flanimals we should we should take some ideas from that. <laughs> There's a fucking reference. <laughs> we take it you've read Flanimals. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that there's that one there's that one Flanimals monster that just constantly walks backwards and can only see things that it's past and it just And there's also that one that just it, it, it if it if it if it like exists for too long it just Dies. You mean like all life? Yeah, it's a good metaphor actually. Was that wasn't that written by Ricky Gervais? <laughs> yeah, it was. There's that's one so that's... fucking such a weird <laughs> thing, isn't it? Yeah, there was one that was always inside out and always in pain because of all its exposed nerve endings, and it was just screaming all the time because it's inside out. Yeah, I got given that book as a as a birthday present when I was eight years old. I was fucking obsessed with them. I thought it was really cool as well. I had like multiple, yeah, multiple I, I had, editions. Um, I had Flanimals, I had Flanimals 2, I had Flanimals of the Deep. Flanimals of the Deep? Yeah. Oh, that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, there were also Day of the Bletchling, which I didn't have, and one more that I can't remember. So what we what what what, what we what we've discovered is that the poke- Pokemon is actually just a rip off of Flanimals. Yeah. Well there we go. And we got here from Pokemon what's just a heart with eyes and that's yeah. why they're the most important because they're they're the they're the secret the little secret 
that actually reveals um, the um, the corporate sham that is the Pokemon franchise. Yeah. Well, there well, we go. There's um, the only actual gameplay use of Love Disc is that if you catch them, sometimes they will be holding a heart scale, which is the item you need to be able to um, learn moves that your Pokemon previously knew. Well, see, there's two. There's two uses. The other one is that you just use them as as, as living shields. Oh. Um, which you know goes further goes to show the horror of of Pokemon. Well, I just I just meant like they are mass fished for their scales. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. That's that's horrible. So. So conclusion is that Pokemon is is awful and terrible. Uh, now please tell me the last the last little comment isn't to do with Pokemon. Yeah, because I think, oh no, <laughs> it's, a, it's a third Pokemon. Okay, okay, which is we'll why just, I did them in we'll a pretend batch. We, we'll we'll pretend we didn't have that that quite definitive conclusion, and then and then we'll probably we'll probably make the same conclusion in a bit. But tell me. Okay, so this one is from from good friend of mine, Amelia, whose oh, yes. name I cannot pronounce the last one of it. That's okay. Wank... Wank... Vist. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I know who... I, 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 I know. Yeah, you know them, them, but... <laughs> Stunfisk is the one. Hmm. Do you remember Stunfisk? Stunfisk. Yeah. Is that S T U N Fisk? Yes. Uh, I don't actually know of Stunfisk. Tell me about Stunfisk, Kevin. It's a ground electric type Pokemon that is a flatfish. Okay. And it just looks like a blob with. Wait, wait, wait. Hold the fucking phone. Okay. It's a flatfish. Yeah. It's a ground electric type. Yeah. So is it just doomed to a life of suffocation? Well, you find them in bogs and stuff. But the problem well, is that... If it's in water, ground is... I mean, water's super effective against ground. So it's going to have to either be suffocating or in constant pain. What a horrible... Pokemon's horrible... Pokemon's are actually horrible. Uh, no wonder, no one, no, no wonder Peter have a fucking problem with them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just gonna. I, check I'm in just. Now. I, I just want. I just want to throw it out that that was a joke, and I do not support Peterism organization. Right, continue. Uh, yeah, the. I'm just gonna chuck out my own personal. Pokemon that I only remember because of how forgettable it is. Uh-huh. Because I literally thought it was a Digimon for the longest time. Oh, heck. Is it because the name sounds like a Digimon name? No. It doesn't sound like a Digimon name. I just... Oh, okay. The design. I'm not... I didn't okay, know the tell, tell, me, tell me about this Pokemon. That's Maractus. <laughs> Maractus. Yeah, it's... Um, tell me about Maractus. It's a cactus one, but not the popular cactus one. Oh, Okay. And it's got hands that look a bit like maracas. And that's it. Oh, I know that one. It's adorable. Yeah, but 
also, totally appreciated. Also, I had no idea it was a Pokemon until I was looking through stuff and I was like, wait, what? And the only reason I remember it is because of the fact that it's the only Pokemon I've ever forgotten completely existed. What a poor, what a poor little baby. It's sad, yeah, really. I've just, it? I've just realised that there, um, with most of these, there is a common factor, and that's oh. that they are ones that do not evolve and have very little usage. And are constantly in pain, apparently. Yeah. The only one oh. that um, doesn't count as that is Nosepass, because it got an evolution in 4th gen. But other than that... Well, you know, like pro- progress is a slow road. <laughs> Soon all Pokemon will have an evolution. That'll be good. Maybe the real hero was the Pokemon we fucked. Maybe. Couldn't Maybe. Think of a, I couldn't think of the one. Because usually you make that joke in every episode and he hadn't yet, so I was trying to do one, but I couldn't think of one, so I just said the word fuck, because I find it funny. Yeah, no, it also implies um, um, Pokemon fucking, which, you know, we'll get the the the, the fan fictioners hey, excited. Hey, hey, it's my new character. I'm a new character. That's my name. New character? Yeah. I'm the new character on the podcast, and I like to put my purpose into things. And today, I put my purpose into a Pokemon. Can you guess which Pokemon my purpose is in? Um, is it, um, Pidgey? That's right, you got it right. I'm new character. Goodbye. Buy a new character. That was a chance encounter. Yeah, that's the new character. He puts his purpose into a thing every week. That's the new. Well, that's exciting. I look. I look forward to seeing, to seeing what what he puts his purpose in next episode. Yeah. Do you want to round out? We've been going for longer than usual. I think. I think. I think we've. I think we've come to a pretty good conclusion. (laughs) You know, sticking your purpose in things. That's that's you know that's an evening sorted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the the Real Heroes podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, we... Hosted by two people, one of which is Elodie Cunningham. Elodie, where can people find your stuff on the internet? Um, well, you can find me on Twitter at Chemiwords, C A G M Y Words. I don't know why do you want to, but you can do that. You can also find me on Patreon. Patreon.com slash words, please. <laughs> yeah, I know that, Phil. Um, and I did the theme song. You can find that at chemicalwordsmyth.bandcamp.com. As, as I, well as other fantastic pieces of music. I sometimes write for Andy Haven, and more than that, I do podcasts for Andy Haven, which you can find at andyhaven.com, and click on the Podhaven tab because I'm the podcast editor. Heck yeah, you are. And... George! Do you want to tell them about the communist masturbation? Yeah, so... If you... I'm George. um, Hi. On the internet, Jaffemeister. That's J-A-F-F-A-M-E-I-S-T-E-R. That is that on Twitter. It's that on Patreon. You can go to jaffemeister.com. 
where I violently mash communism into video games until I can write about how it makes sense. Uh, I've done freelance work for Waypoint. If you go to Waypoint and type in my name, uh, you'll find that. Um, I'm also the editor-in-chief of Indie Haven, um, and, you know, make sure that it doesn't, you know, set on fire or something. Um, and um, you can also go to youtube.com forward slash Jaffermeister, uh, where soon I'll be having some exciting video content coming up. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, just before we go, uh, here's going to be a, a little intro thing for another one of the podcasts on the Podhaven Network. Welcome to the Indie Haven Podcast with your host, Elodie Cunningham. I'm Josh Rivers. And I'm George Johnson. And we come together every week to talk about the latest news in the indie gaming scene, though we don't always stay on track, do we, Josh? Sorry, I wasn't listening. I was thinking about various crustaceans. So join us every Wednesday for your weekly dose of indie game news and reviews, right here on Podhaven. How did I get here? Well, that was fun, wasn't it? Listening to those. Oh, that was I, that was my that was my favourite thing. That was yeah, good. I liked we for, that. We for sure I listened liked, to it. Right I now. liked the bit when they when they said things about the thing that they do. Yeah, it's quite possible that it, it included us because of the fact that I haven't sorted this out for many podcasts yet. So that would be. In which funny. case, I yeah. fully accept my narcissism. Yeah. Um, well, and on that note, <laughs> yeah, uh, there's only one thing left to say, really. What is it, Elodie? Tell us what the last thing to say is. Have a wonderful time. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Podhaven.